Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Man's ID Show after basically a month. A month? Because you were on, doing On hiatus. Mick Thomas here. Corey Brooks. Uh, thanks so much. This was all my fault. The absence was my fault. So for those fans who are listening, I do apologize. Uh, my month was just, I think I had four, maybe five nights off where I was not out on the road and performing so I could not get together with my my good partner and friend yeah uh Corey here to get another episode and we had lots to talk about too you know and and I just think when we come back we shouldn't really go in so serious right uh you know even though we, 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 I was going to talk about like women narcissists the, the the 12 step program of what's that like for addiction and all that kind of stuff yep but I figured you know we everyone's talking about what happened with will Smith and that kind of stuff so we want to kind of keep a lighthearted but also Informative, but we uh, we said that we something we've been kind of been teasing for a long time, which yeah. is we were going to um go ahead. read off some of the messages that we've gotten here for um, you guys, for from, you guys, and it's you. not it's not many, and we can't spend um, time going through the whole show with the emails, but right, you know, we, so will, we, we will few. address them slowly. So we picked a few. Um, so just yeah, for those of you who did write out for the show, and you can still do it, you can still continue to write the show with problems. Uh, I've got a, yep. I've actually had a few emails by the way. Um, just kind of privately looking for help, which oh, I good. I have not started helping yet, but I have referred them to somebody just based on my schedule. I couldn't take them on. Yep. Um, so, but I do appreciate that. So where can they... Email us? Find us, find yep, us. again. We're on YouTube, Spotify, all that good stuff, but you can email us at... I have manxiety.com. That is email us at I have manxiety.com. This is we're in the what 15th episode now, and Mick doesn't know Are where to email far? us. No, no, we're we're hitting number nine right now. Okay. You All know, right. But we would have had a bunch more if you didn't have Irish privilege in March. And yeah, it is when, that it is that month where uh every comedy club will exploit. Yeah, we'll exploit anybody <laughs> with an orange hair or orange beard. Yeah, yeah. It will exploit the living <laughs> shit out of me. Uh but I, you know, I'm not going to turn down the money based on yeah. principle. But <laughs> but yeah, no, no. It's just March is always a, a hectic month, and I only work with people that have been good to me throughout my comedy career. Yeah. Like I'll get clubs call me up and go, "Hey, can you work for me?" And I go, "No," because you don't call me in July. You never reach out to me in December to do yeah. a show. Why the fuck would I give a shit about your club now in March yep. when ironically you want a leprechaun to it's jump exactly. and dance on your stage? It's, it's, They're after me, Lucky Charms. So no. So I, I just a bunch of people who've always been good to me, and that's what I've been doing. That's what that's where I've been for the whole month. So nice, man. I appreciate that. You needed it. You've worked through it. I know there was going to be a busy month for you. So mm, so we're back on track to getting this show up and running. We on are the road again. I feel like we always apologize. Yeah. <laughs> so we we want to kind of ease back into it. So we want to ease back in by some of picking some of the emails and messages sent by you guys and then we'll kind of touch on what everybody seems to be touching on a kind of like our take on the will smith chris rock situation yep so i'm gonna i'm gonna read one here Go on. um i kind of randomly picked these so this one maybe sent a little bit uh I don't, we're not giving names, are we? giving names, case, no names uh, at all, but this was... In case uh, some people are listening so, with, in the car right now and they're yep. going, hey, you should listen to this show. And then all of a sudden we read out an email from someone like, wait a minute, what? You yeah. did not notice with you. I'll say whether it's, um, you know, Joe Smith or Jane Doe. Right. Kind of, but, um, Joe Smith, isn't he Joe the Smith. champion of the world? 
Yeah, Joe Once Smith. Said, I used to uh, spar with Joe Smith, actually. That's right. We're I'm talking the, about Joe Smith Jr. here, the boxer. Yeah, we were in the Golden Gloves but together, I 85th just, Golden Gloves. Not I just, the year 1985, but the 85th. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I think it was oh, 2006. Sure. I'm just throwing any names out there with Smith right now. Um, so here's our first uh, email here. I'm going to read it off. Um, hey, Corey and Mick. I just finished listening to the podcast, episode two. I'll backtrack to one. I want to let you guys know what a great thing this podcast is. Well, that's nice, man. It's very nice. You know, so far. So far. As somebody who's battled severe anxiety and depression since I was about 15 years old, a podcast like this is really great, really helpful. Most of all, it makes somebody like me feel like they're not alone. As you know, alone, quote it, is exactly how somebody who deals with this stuff feels. And he's 100% right. Yep, 100% right. Um, Overall, I'm in a good place. Better than normal, at least. I recently moved from Long Island to, I'm not going to say, um, okay. things are actually going really well. But we all know no matter how good things are going, those voices, in quotes, those demons, in quotes, in our head don't just go away, which is 100% yeah, yeah. right. Um, so I do struggle at times, especially being in a completely new place. I don't know nearly as many people on Long Island where I lived for 45 years. So I've learned, I've leaned on alcohol at times when I'm bored or lonely, which is a horrible idea for me because it's my number one trigger for anxiety and depression. Anyway, I've rambled on enough. Um, Mick knows a bit of my story. Uh, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Keep up the great work and thank you. I, for one, will be a regular listener. Oh, that's nice. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that, that though, you know, that's, that, I mean, that, that feels nice actually to, to get that back. But what, what I always like, not what I like, but what always hits home for me when people talk about that is like the voices in their head. Yeah. Cause I think someone who doesn't deal with depression, anxiety, I think I touched on this before. They're like, is that like, what do you mean by voices? Is it like, hello, I'm going to, <laughs> you should kill yourself because you're useless. Like it's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like that. It's not Bane. Do you know no, what I mean? Yeah, you it's know, not it's like not that, that it's kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like your it's life you is not in order. It's you. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's please. you questioning yourself, right? Yeah, it's, it's you, you it's talking to yourself. It's triggers. And you're like, you know, this, this, as I'm drinking, I, I apologize. Uh, let me trigger anybody here. It's, but. it's you being the biggest asshole version of yourself. Like exactly. It's another side of you that, you you know, that, that, that pops his ugly head up or her ugly head up. Yep. Uh, and just kind of tries to convince you of all the shit you're doing wrong yeah, uh, when you're not doing that wrong. And when you're you know? alone, it's easier to look at the liquor cabinet. It's easier mm -hmm. to, you know, it's an easy way out of things. But when you wake up, those problems are still there. But yeah. I understand a hundred percent. I still... Coping mechanisms. Um, yeah, it is. It's escapism. It's, uh, or isn't that escapology? Escapology is oh, like. Wow, it got me on a big word today. Escapology is when you try to escape from like bonds and stuff, you know, like the, like Houdini would do that. They would tie him up. Okay. And that's escapology. Escapology. Um, but uh, yeah, you do. You try to escape from it. You try to, um, I guess, numb everything, right? So yeah. you, you kind of don't have to deal with your problems when you go down that rabbit hole for whatever the addiction is, let it be alcohol, drugs, sex, porn, yep. food, food is a big one. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it is when someone turns to that kind of stuff. So that's what sticks out with me. So, um, again, man, whoever you are, please reach out. You know, I'd love to, to chat more, you know, if you ever feel you need it, you can, you know, reach out, maybe yeah. start a support group on the page and people go talk back and forth. Of course. And, and we should, and I appreciate all the love we're getting, like just getting emails like that mm -hmm. means if it's for one person, it, one fine person, two people getting that email, I'm fine with doing this every right. week. If we can help yeah. anybody in any way, you know, cause this stuff, mm -hmm. no one talks about it. You really don't. You, you bring it, you, you carry it around and you wish that someone would just talk about it and be like, I can relate to those guys in there. 
I saw someone on TikTok posted a joke and it made me laugh, but that's just how I'm built, right? That just the comic, the comedian in me always comes out first. It made me laugh, but some people wouldn't find it funny. And it was about depression and whatever it was, was the theme of the thing. It was in the comments and one guy wrote, how do you, um, how can you tell if a guy is depressed? And it just said, he's a corpse. (laughs) I was like, it's kind of funny, but like, hey man, listen, that's what it, that's basically because that's that alone feeling that's, that just keep going and it's not right. It's It's not not right. It's, it's funny, but it's not, it's not right. And you know, people can't judge comedians either for the things that they say, because you have no idea what they're battling behind the scenes. You have no fucking idea. You know what I mean? And a lot of the things that you end up making fun of are usually things that you've dealt with. That's how it goes. Right. Am I wrong to say? I think that Um, I don't want to say the good comics because some of the best comics are, they'll do like one liner jokes and they won't even mention what's good. Like Mitch Hedberg, we talked about him on comedians and like depression and suicide. Uh, Mitch Hedberg, killed himself, Mm -hmm. uh, drug overdose. We don't know if it was intentional or just a bad measurement or whatever, but still that guy battled with depression and his jokes were very just silly, silly. That's true. And he's phenomenal. Like he, like such a silly joke. Like he said with, and he's got the voice too. Yeah. And he would bring, bring a, bring a bass player on stage with him to play because he was terrified of being up there alone. Right. He always had sunglasses on because he'd keep his eyes closed because he was terrified of the audience. Yep. So, but he would do a joke. Like, I would love to see a forklift lifting a bunch of forks. He was like, yeah. it's just so it's, literal. Yeah. Right. And it's just, it's so dumb. But behind his carton, right, it, right. It is kind of something that he's really dealing and struggling with, like really suffering um, from right. it too. So the I jokes. I can't speak to a battle. No, I know. But like some comics, you like for me, I do tackle what's going on in my life. Yeah. I try to do it respectfully of other people that are going through it. And it's all exaggerated truth. Right. Right. It's all exaggerated truth. What I'm saying is like, and before you want to get up there and, and cancel any comedian who's made a joke about something, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know if he's dealt with that himself. You know what I mean? So you can't like. Yeah, People yeah. get you know shocked with some of the things you said, and maybe yeah. like, how do you know that's you know that's messed up about somebody like that? It's like, hey, I've dealt with it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, let's move on to the um, uh, next message here from Jane Doe. Hi, Mick and Corey. First, let me say I miss my friends and this place she likes to go to. Going okay. through some health issues, and as soon as they are resolved, they will be back. Talk about depression. Me not being able to go to the gym and feeling crappy, and this is a little bit of older one, and the holidays, I'm feeling it. But I have my ways of dealing with those feelings, and I'm doing okay. I love the comments that you made regarding how men are perceived for being themselves. I say never apologize for being yourself. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Someone who goes to therapy is often looked down as broken, even in today's society where talking about our feelings is more acceptable than in the past. I went to grief counseling for quite some time and had to hide the fact because people thought I should have been over it. It has been three years and I'm still dealing with the grief. It changes, but it is still there. Keep up the good work and I look forward to future episodes. What a nice email. That's very nice of you. Appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. But yeah, it, it is true, right? Is it's the the weird thing about like therapy and stuff and mental health is that there's more and more people talk. Like it's almost. I think I heard someone say on the podcast. I don't know who, and he made the comment saying that it's almost fashionable to have mental health problems, right? Right. And he's kind of right. Like he's kind of right. Um, what I mean by that is, is, and this is not me discarding people who do suffer from mental health, yep. is that it gets, the way society is that people are so alone. And this is my take, by the way, this is just my opinion. This is not meant in any disrespect out there to anybody whatsoever. Yep. This is my take on it. It was like when, and I tried to have this conversation with my daughter, 
in, in our school, there's so many non-binary. Mm-hmm. I don't identify as anything, right? Or, mm-hmm. or I'm a male now. I'm a female now. Right. I'm women wearing women's clothes. I see. I physically saw it. Right? I physically see it. So many of them, right? And I'm using that as an example before I get into mental health. And and what my my, my point to my daughter was like, look at everybody is just invisible, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's going through life as just invisible. They're not the cool kids at school. Yep. They're not, because the cool kids at school are a handful of assholes. Oh yeah. Right? They're a handful, mm-hmm. as such a drop in the ocean. Yep. But for some reason, the spotlight hits them. And we look at them and and the same with celebrities, right? right? Same with TikTok stars, influencers. The light hits them and the majority looks at them, right? Which is agreed. Fucking bullshit, right? So the, so all the kids at school, and I say kids being one as well, when I was at school, is that the, the spotlight gets shone on the popular kids. So now you think you don't matter. You think, well, I'm not them, so there must be something wrong with me. So now what happens? You go online and there's a huge talk about hey, transgender people are getting, and I'm not, not, I'm definitely not saying there are people out there who are transgender, who they feel they were born in the wrong body. I'm not discarding any of that. So mm-hmm. please don't take this as, as I am or, ho- or transphobic or any of that kind of stuff. But I just think a lot of people go like, hey, wait a second, these people are getting a lot of attention. Yep. And now all of a sudden you're trying to tell me like this whole huge percentage of kids are now non-binary. They're now changing their gender. Some are going to the extremes of getting surgery and that kind of stuff. And again, this is me not um, disregarding that that journey or that struggle right. that people are going through. But I find that the majority of people, and it's been proven in a book, statistically it's been proven, so I'm not talking out of my arse. Mm-hmm. Everything I do say has been backed up with statistics. It's not me just shooting into the wind. Right. Um, a lot of them do regret who go forward and get surgery, take the hormones. They do regret it, right? But... So now let's say you're in school and all of a sudden, like, yeah, you know what? I identify as this, that, the other. You know what? Now the spotlight kind of shines on you now. Right. Now you're the cool kid because, and that's what it is. So I think with mental health, there's a lot of people out there talking about mental health. Um, like who are the cool people now to do it? Like like Pete Davidson, right? That's apparently the hottest guy on the planet. I didn't know. I, <laughs> I didn't know that. That to look like that is is, is the hottest thing. <laughs> I didn't know. I genuinely didn't know. I mean, that's not me making fun yeah. of Pete. Yep. Um, I'm very close with a lot of his friends and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we're in, I'm in that circle. Uh, I'm very close with a lot of his really good friends. Um, so I'm not saying anything about Pete, but it, apparently that's, so now Pete struggles horrific with horrific mental health, right? So now people are like, oh, I can identify and they kind of, you know, get their problems out there. And I'm not saying they create problems, but there's a lot of people out there kind of who, it's fashionable is what I'm trying to say. Right. I'm not saying they don't have mental health problems. It's fashionable to suffer from mental health. Um, but you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm yeah, okay with that. It, it's not, and it's not like it's a fashionable thing. Like everybody should have, you know, say you have a problem if you don't have a problem. Um, it's become into fashionable light because it's kind of what's trending. More people are coming out and just saying, this is how I fucking feel. You yeah, know, kind of like what we're doing now. I mean, 100%. look, are we, you know, I guess we're trendy right now. What we're right. doing, the topic is trendy and it's right. not, it's just, we're, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be fashionable. Yeah, in finally. A sense. And finally. That, and that's what I was getting to. So like it is fashionable for people to suffer from mental health, but let's say there's, I don't want to use the word posers, but we'll call them posers, right? Right. They, they, 
I don't know, like they'll listen to, like back in my day when I, you had people who listened to The Cure <laughs> and they were all sad and like, yeah, I'm open, man, like emo, emo kids almost, right? Yeah. So I was never an emo kid, but I, I was around those people, right? So they, they would like deliberately not conform, deliberately go out of their way instead of going, no, fuck, I do like that actually. I'm going to, no, I'm going to be into this. I don't care how sparkly Yeah, to is. me, to me, because <clears throat> somebody broke up with you does not give you a mental illness. Yes. Yes, you, you, what you Heartbreak are is, is not a mental illness. You are depressed. You do not suffer from depression. Right. Right. So, and that's the problem what we live in the world now, right? And let, let me get to my point first before I Sorry, die. I, I no, 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 no. I don't want to go off on a tangent. Um, but my point is, so let's say there are posers. And that's just, just only for lack of a better word, by the way. So let's say there's 100 people who are now decided to come up and talk about mental health and only 10% of, 10 of those are posers. Well, you know what? 90% of them are now new people getting help and that's beautiful. So if we have a bunch of posers and I'm doing air quotes for those listening, yep. if we have a bunch of posers, then we welcome you to go ahead and pretend you have mental health issues because you know what it is? It just gets more and more acceptable to yep. talk about mental problems, right. men mental uh, health issues. Right, and I can say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, mean? I, I agree with you there too. It's It's people hopping on the the bandwagon so to speak because mm -hmm. right? it's which trending and again let them jump on that's so, the one yep. bandwagon I'm like you know what guys welcome aboard yeah. because you know what I think you'll even if you don't you're going to see things you're going to see things from your friends you're going to see right. how people are really dealing with shit yeah. so go ahead you know if you're going to open up someone's tent and, and you could be lying about it and someone's going to open up to you that's really dealing with shit you're yeah. like oh fuck you right or, I, I've even seen gross stuff where someone will take somebody's story mm -hmm. and make it their own Ooh. Like, yeah, I went through a difficult, and they will tell the exact suicide story. That's a mental illness. By it is, <laughs> it's like, it that's, is. That's, and, I, and I almost, when I heard it, I was like, isn't that, it, like, something. I didn't say it because right. you can't call them out on it, but yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, didn't that happen? You know, and you let it go, and then a week later, you try yeah. to talk about it again, and the story is slightly different. Right. Trust me, you're talking to somebody who has three fucking right. horrifically failed suicide attempts. I remember every minute of those, right? And I can tell right. you everything, yeah. and you can ask me in five, six years. I ain't changing my story on a thing about it, right? Right. Uh, even now saying that, I could just, every flash came through that moment. Yeah. But like a week later, you're going to change that story slightly. Listen, buddy, your life was about to end. And I, yeah. you know, and I'm, again, look at, for the posers, the 10 posers, yeah. we welcome you. Come on in. Yep. Right, come on in. But what it, all it does is like it, it just highlights for other people. And the only problem with that is, is now, and we were, I was going to talk about it, you know when we talk about female narcissists. Like there's something out there that's going on with the world today that that everyone's learned these new words. Right, everyone's learned these new words like narcissism, narcissism, uh, toxic, yep. gaslighting. Just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean they're narcissistic. Just because they're in an argument with you and they want to do something totally different. It's, they don't make them a narcissist, men yeah. or women. Yep. That's the that's the big go-to now. You're a narcissist. Yeah. Why am I a narcissist? Well, because, you know what I mean? You, you wouldn't do this thing that I asked because you just were very selfish. Yeah, but okay. what do they call somebody? That is, is it narcissism when someone got a problem because you don't agree with them? Because that's the same. Right? Well, we'll do, we'll do so, narcissism on another episode. Yeah, yeah. But narcissism is a whole, rebels, like, yeah. is a whole. It's been a while. It's a big mental illness. Like, it's yeah. a big, and, and the weird thing about narcissism, and it's like, I'm intrigued by it. Yep. Right? I've been called a narcissist a bunch of times mm -hmm. to the point where, like, I'm like, am I a narcissist? Like, right? And and I'm not. Like, I'm really not, right? Yeah. But it's because it, it, I got called it when the word came out and everybody hey, listen, loved it's it. it's asshole, people. It's not narcissism. It's just He's asshole. He's an asshole. It's just asshole. That's it. Plain old it's asshole. And I'll accept, accept that. that. I will accept that, right? It's like Nazi. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're like, oh, you're a Nazi, if you support Trump, you're a Nazi. But no, no. You got to go back and look at what Nazis fucking did. Like, yeah. I can give you 
a list of movies, just Hollywood movies alone. Not even, yeah. I can give you documentaries that will make you shit your pants, but if you even watch a Hollywood movie like Escape from Sabibor, Schindler's List, right? The list goes on about these. Yeah. Um, that's what a fucking, and you're going to call me one of those because I think, again, hypothetically, I think Trump should be president. <laughs> like, I'm that guy, am I? I'm the. I'm that, that's, you're putting me in the same it's boat as that, it's right? <clears throat> so, narcissism is, is on a huge level, right? And it's like, and one of the journeys I kind of looked at during my studying and training to do this, it's like, I almost went like, I kind of want to help narcissists, right? And people right. Like, never, will you ever hear a therapist? I've never heard it, but I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I would go on a YouTube, type in what is a narcissist do, you know, what does a narcissist do, how to spot, like that's what you'll go to, you type in narcissist on YouTube, it's all how to spot one. Right. Do you know what I mean? Which is kind of fucked Not up, right? Point, just it's, it's, it's always how to spot one. Here's narcissistic traits. Here, well, the problem with like helping them is that they don't want to be helped because they don't know they're a narcissist. They're like, I'm not a narcissist, right? right. Which is kind of a narcissist, narcissistic <laughs> trait. But still, I kind of am intrigued. And I would love to kind of go like, hey, it's dude. like telling your wife she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. But my point is like that they go out there. And it's like, so everyone's a narcissist, right? If I disagree with you, I'm a narcissist. If I argue back, I'm gaslighting you, right? Right. And if you and I have a fight, right? Because I 100% believe this and you 100% believe that way. And then you and I just don't communicate really well in an argument. Like, because I argue like this. I talk, I yeah. try not to yell, right? Because I grew up and I've watched people in my family, not necessarily my immediate family, <laughs> fuck you. And I just downright insult people, which right. I'm like, why? That doesn't, you didn't win the argument because you insulted them. And it was something I, I learned from an early age, just to not go after people like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but let's say you and I get into that type of argument where I'm just having a bad day and you come at me aggressively and I'm like, I just don't have the mental capacity to be calm and lay back. And mm -hmm. I go, fuck you too, Corey. Ah, well, fucking we're and we walk away, right? And we like, I don't walk away going, well, that's a toxic friendship with him. Because yeah. we what? We had an argument. So people learn all these new words and these are the fashionable. This is what I mean by it's fashionable to have a mental illness. Yep. So you're and telling me the world is walking narcissist. So Everyone's toxic. Everyone's yep. gaslighting you. It's not the truth. You're right. You're right. And so one, that's why he was gone the past month. He wasn't yeah. fucking touring. He, we got into a fucking <laughs> argument. Number two, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so even, I mean, we'll touch on that, but that's, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, that's mental. Somebody who's going to take someone's story like that or yeah. act mentally ill a is a mental illness Without within a itself. Yep. I don't know what the fuck you call it, but it's a mental illness. Mm -hmm. It's imposter. Itself. It's an imposter it's syndrome. It's imposter. There you go. So I'm going to, I have one more message. I mean, I have a few more, but I'm going to just read this one. So we're not, uh, we don't take the whole episode with emails. I, I would love to, but I know there's some things you want to touch up on. So I actually yeah. have an email from a psychiatrist who watched one of our shows. Oh, um, so I'd like to read one of our peers. The uh, last, <laughs> yeah, the uh, yours maybe. I just stand here with fucking fake glasses on. Um, so it's actually I should do the same. I have googly eyes. <laughs> googly eyes <laughs> well, you know, actually, uh, Freud said. <laughs> I got You know what's funny is I got a I got a doctor code costume downstairs. I should put on you. <laughs> Um, I'll wear a sweater vest. That's sweater vest. That's it. Um, I'll give you a clip. I got clipboards. Manxiety clipboards are coming out. If you want to buy a Manxiety clipboard, just go email us at I have. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so let me read this. Let me read this out to you. All right. So, um, so this is coming. It goes interesting subject and good discussion. A related topic regarding comics has to do with shame, an extremely ubiquitous and important organizing emotion that in early life has a lot to do with development of self-esteem. People with issues regarding shame develop a perspective of themselves that there is something fundamentally flawed with them. So one way that comics and some very successful 
successful comics develop to address that issue is a self-deprecating humor rather than withdrawing from the world or becoming bitter or and unhappy, perhaps depressed. Jim Gaffigan is a present-day example of that. Take care, and thanks again. You know, I, I enjoyed watching the show. That's very nice of him or her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've worked with Jim before. Uh, funny enough, and I never got that from him. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. But I don't know if he has any story out there or biography about it or anything. It's I haven't. I don't know if he has a book out or anything like that. I mean, I, I don't see. He doesn't do that many interviews right. uh, about it. But he is. Um, he's a clean comic, so it's very hard for him to get. He's silly. Right. He's almost like a caricature of himself. He's not. That's not really him on stage. Of course, of course, it's all theater. It's smoke yeah. and mirrors. Um, but you know, Jim has very made a conscious decision as a comic to be very clean. Yeah. Um, and try be kind of just very. Uh, is a topical comic not a topical comic? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? No, I know his wife has battled like she had brain cancer too. Yeah, she, yeah, she struggled that big right. time. Um, I think she's okay now. Ho yep. Touch on wood. Hopefully, you think she is. Uh, I don't want to get my information wrong. Like uh, Seinfeld is the same type of comic where they just uh, not topical. Why can't I observational? Excuse me. Okay. So Jim is kind of silly but observational too, right? You know, you know we do this. Well, you know, hot pockets, yeah. right? <laughs> so it's kind of he's silly with with stuff that that's. Um, observational right. comedy um but having said that like yeah comedians we do have a lot of shame we do have a lot of like especially attention seeking mm -hmm. um from when you're when you're younger and it's like y you try especially if you come from a big family or the middle yeah. child syndrome that kind of stuff you're trying to compete which you basically addressed right yeah. in our last episode that you were you've you Mm -hmm. Looking for attention, you said you weren't getting it that much, and yeah. then you were making people laugh, and that's how you were getting and that's your it. attention. You get, you get that, you get hooked on yeah. it, and that's, and that's the way forward. And but anyway, let's talk about the smack heard around the fucking world. Speaking of comics, <laughs> um, yeah, the problem with that is I, I broke this down on my other podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy, but I did it, it out. In, in a more comedic fashion. I did a yeah. lot of satire. You know, I talked about how it's Chris Rock's fault because he should have known better. I mean, if you've been listening to Will Smith's albums, you know, you can't mess with him, son. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to mess with him, son. It's like Eminem's out. You know what I mean? You yep. know, so I, a lot of satire. And then it's a curse it, word. This is what hurts. The fact that I went through this training and all this studying. Yeah. Because now I don't, it broke my brain because I can't look at things anymore simply. <laughs> like I can't look at like... There'd be a time where, and I'm guilty of it. Like, don't get me wrong. So I'm 100% guilty of it. I'm not better than you. Uh, I've just no, like, I, I, you drive by a homeless person and you're at yeah. a stop sign and they're there. Now, I never have cash or coins, right? So I'm not saying that's my excuse, but that's my reason for not. Pays and charms. Right, right. But you know my situation with, <laughs> with, with homeless people. I don't need to go on because I feel like no. it's a humble brag if I do. Yeah. Um, but I used to be of the type of school, and people listening to this are the same, and you've done it, you're guilty of it, and there's no judgment. We've all done it. Where you go like, ah, if I give him money, he's only going to buy drugs. Right. Right. Hey, why doesn't he just go get a job? Right? That's our go-to, right? That's every, mine included, used to be my go-to. But now when you study this shit, you're like, fuck. Now I got to break this down in my head. Like, and you're just, you'll think all day about well, how did that guy get in that situation? Yep. What kind of childhood did he have? You know what I mean? Like I even, I've got my own issues with my own father and I'm like, well, what kind of father did he have? Right. You know, how, you like, motherfucker, it's not that over. simple. Yep. So I'm watching the whole Will Smith thing. And like, I mean, first of all, I didn't even know the Oscars were on. I didn't know the Oscars were the like on until I wake up the next morning and I wait, well, oh, that was last night, the Oscars. Why don't they start doing awards for podcasts? That would be nice. I think there are, but not no, like, I mean, not, yeah, not where people 
turn up. Oh. Not where people turn up and, you know, right, do, do shit. Cool. Uh, they tried to do it for comedy and it lasted one year and like, we're, we're not doing it again. Because like, every comic of them just shit on us. Shit, yeah. Every comic, like, if I, dude, we're not humble. Like, what comics are like, thank you, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I would, like, everyone's going to yeah. shit on it. Yep. Um, so I wake up like everybody else and I see. That's why they create roasts. I see this thing, right? Yep. And then I'm like, fuck. Uh, the main question is, let's do it from this point of view, right? Let's do it from this point of view as opposed to what we think of it. Let's, let's, let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you think it's possible? I know you've heard the rumor. Everyone's heard it. Do you think it's possible or do you think it is or there's a good chance that it was fake and staged? It is possible to be fake. Okay. Do you okay. think it was fake or staged? Here's this is a hard question for me because it's very common. It's a very common co in the comments right, of everything. Right. So I've been balancing out whether it's fake or it's not. So okay. his keep my fucking wife's name. His would say what's funny. You could sit there and say he said keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth, right? right? And you'd be like, wow, he said that with such anger. Mm -hmm. But then you could sit there and say he's an actor. Right. This is what they do. Right. Sure. And then. He goes up and slaps Chris Rock, mm -hmm. and in my head, I'm like, hold, that shit look real. And then in my head, I'm like, where are the other camera angles of him hitting it? You're going to tell right. me there's always cameras there. They're changing camera angles non-fucking-stop. Mm -hmm. There's no other footage but that one angle of him getting slapped. Right. Right? So I, I'm at like a 50-50 split. Are you really 50-50? I'm kind of like walking away. I mean, I think it was real, but it's hard with that shit because they're actors. Right. Chris so Rock like, isn't though. He's not. He's fucking. He's an actor. He's an actor. But he's not. He's a comic first. But he's not. But you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Right. Where, you know what I mean? But I, I mean, I'm on Chris Rock's side. I will tell you right, that much. Right. Being real. Is it state? I don't know. I don't have the fucking answer to it. You can question almost anything in life, whether it's real or not. But I, well, not everything, but. So he, I, I, go ahead. Sorry. No. And that's, that's kind of how I feel. It's hard for me to say I, it was completely real. It's hard for me to say it was completely fake, but right. I, I, this, I guess, all right, let me give you a straight answer. I lean more towards the side of real. Okay. I, I think it's a hundred percent real. Okay. For few reasons. The first reason is I'm a comic. I've yeah. been assaulted on stage before and I knocked the guy out. Yep. on stage oh, uh, in Point Pleasant. What the fuck Not Point Pleasant. Let me take that back before that because uh, in, in Staten Island, a club that's no longer there anymore. A guy rushed the stage. That footage isn't online? No. I, I was you comedy in, 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 I was a co doing comedy a wet day and it was one of the first clubs that Shit. passed me and a guy rushed the stage and I knocked him out when he ran towards me. Um, I'm not getting into that now, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'll tell you why because I know what it's like to be uncomfortable and watching Chris trying to get back on track, not knowing what happened, uh, right. not f watching like this. I genuinely saw the uncomfortableness in his whole body demeanor, right? Let me, can I interrupt you for two seconds? Of course you can. Because now that it's you're- your show too. I know, but now that <laughs> I hate interrupting people, but now that you're saying that, I'm not just trying to jump on the fucking bandwagon here because I don't want to be wrong. There's really mm -hmm. no right answer at this point. But I'm kind of, I want to agree with you now because I'm thinking of a clip that I saw that was showing and he was handing out an award or whatever it may be. I don't know if it was to Will. It was a little clip I saw, but you can see like his, they zoomed in on his face and he looked so uncomfortable to be there any longer. Right. Yeah, so. um, there's you're 100% right. So what I did was I went back and watched it 110 times uh, and I've analyzed the body language of everybody. Right. Right. So in no particular order, 
first of all, Will is laughing, right, when the joke is made. Yep. Jada is kind of, she's leaning to, her head's leaning to the right, which is a sign of, like, yeah, I'm, I'm open. Let's go. It's a sign of just like, like right, you're automatically with your head turned to your side right now because you're, you're interested, you're listening. Dogs do that too and they don't right? completely but You're, you're listening, you're interested, so you're like, huh, I'm taking it in. That's right? why he's got the certificate, ladies right? and gentlemen. So now what's happening is, well, we never studied body language, but uh, <laughs> so her head is, so she's taking it in, right? She's taking all in. And all of a sudden when Chris says that, yep. her head goes straight, she grabs her hands and folds them, she rolls her eyes, right? The eye roll is fine. Yeah. Now, Will laughs too and then Will looks over her and goes, fuck. Now, whatever's going on, Will Smith. I gotta defend her honor. Right. So, Will gets up. Now, when you watch Chris, Chris is like kind of now, as you, Chris does not see what we all saw. Chris Rock has a million lights in his face. And even yeah. from a comedy club perspective, that is so well lit up. Yeah. That you can't see that. So, if you watch, go back and watch it again. Yeah. After listening to this, you watch Chris kind of squint. He doesn't put his hands up yeah. to block his eyes. He kind of squints and looks like into the crowd, like yeah. kind of. Right. Right. Like like that kind of like, oh, Richard, which is the character yeah. uh, Will Smith plays right. that he got the Oscar for. So Chris Rock doesn't know what's coming. So he's leaning in. He's looking into the crowd. Will Smith comes up and he slaps him. Now, if you watch the video, Chris Rock's left hand goes up again like to anticipate another shot. Like his left hand, his left hand goes up again, even though he doesn't. Right. Will Smith doesn't hit him again. His left hand goes up as if an, anticipating another shot. But now what Chris Rock does is right after that, he goes right into a regal stance. Now a regal stance is used by military sergeants. They'll walk with their hands behind mm -hmm. their back. Um, your school, you probably saw it in school. Your school principal would walk around, hands behind his back. Mm -hmm. All right, boys, clean that up. Stop that. Yep. Do that. Girl, get yeah, tuck your tits away. Whatever they say <laughs> at school, right? Um, so Chris Rock goes to that. And basically what that shows is because we're the only animal, we're our, one of the only, if you animals where our genitals are hanging out right right everyone every other animal it gets sucked in yep. until it's time for business time so as humans what we do is to show how tough we are like we're willing to stand and expose them and go hey look how tough i am here's my fucking genitals right right so it's called a regal stand so what they do is to show dominance like i'm so tough and i'm over this shit that i'm willing right. to put my stuff out there so as a defense mechanism chris rock and it wasn't like he didn't think of that. His yeah. body went into fucking DNA mode right. and he went straight into a regal stance, right? Which shows like, all right, I'm not scared of this, right? Yeah. I'm not scared of this, which really he was. But then when Will goes back and he screams, yep. keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. He doesn't just say, hey, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah. He, so what happens is his adrenaline is rushing. So when your adrenaline rushes, yep. your body is craving oxygen. Right? right. So if you watch his nostrils, his nostrils are really fucking flared. He's trying to take in as much oxygen as he can, which means he's beyond stress. The adrenaline is flowing through. If he's acting, yep. that adrenaline isn't going through like that because he's his body doesn't have to go into defense mode because he told it to get ready. And he's like, keep my wife's name out your like he's those deep breaths are in between each one of them. Right. Right. So that that's my way. And there's a few other things I could break down too, but those are the main key factors for me to go, there's no way this is fake. And I, I think you've just made my 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 uh, meter here kind of go towards that side. <laughs> I'm not here to do that, man. So I know, I know, but I've now listen, you've heard it here first. There's nobody who's broken this down like fucking TMZ Mick. 
Um, Even they don't do it. Like Jesus that. Christ, man. You have, I need to give you an infographic when you're fucking telling us. We need like a Madden play by play where you draw with the white marker on it. Now, if you can see his fist over here and it went in at a, at a, at a 45 degree angle now, if you were doing that all set up, you would have raised it up a little bit more and look at the nostril flares here on Will Smith. He fucking broke it down better yeah, than anybody again, ever there's, did. There's no point in condoning it or saying who was right, who was wrong. I mean, obviously, Will right. was in the wrong. If that was me as a human being, uh, I would have talked to him afterwards, you know, right. backstage. That's where you handle that shit you know what i mean say hey man don't and give chris the opportunity to right. go back out and either apologize publicly since he humiliated her publicly yep. i'm not saying that's what i would have done right i'm just saying this this is one of the options that were available for will or he could have and this is from a right or wrong perspective by right. the way this is not from is it real is it fake um go backstage handle it that way give chris the chance to call jada backstage and go hey listen yeah. i genuinely didn't mean to upset you yeah. the joke was about blah 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 i didn't even know you had uh, alopecia which apparently he didn't know yeah and um and that's and that, that's what happens man yep and um number one he took that fucking hit in the face without doing anything that was very yeah and i think I, I i think he will pull, pull his punch too will didn't yeah. really want to like hurt him but he just yeah. wanted to make a statement make, right and that's why people think it's fake cuz will didn't knock him out or whatever i think he just wanted to make a statement yep. and maybe he timed the distance wrong Right, and he caught him with his fingertips, not the flat of his hand, and we don't know because, like you said, there's only one angle out there. To see there's only one shown. angle out there to see. Yeah. Um. Fuck! I completely forgot what I wanted. To oh, say I'm right sorry, now. man. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fuck. Take over, because I, I blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, I mean, look, at that. that's but, that's all it is. And, and for those of you out there saying, is it real, is it fake? Look, at from my understanding of body yeah. language and from what I've, I've I've done my research on body language and stuff, I, I feel it's... Uh, yeah, and it's, you know what's it's crazy? Because you've seen him laughing at the joke. Yeah. Will Smith laughed at the joke. Right, right. You know, and you almost would think he went up there and be like, forgive me for this, man, I got to do it. Yeah, yeah. And just smack the shit, you know what but I mean? But also like, it could be just an uncomfortable, like he doesn't know... Yeah, like he didn't want to go into. I'm immediate. I'm. I mean, generally might have been upset. He might like. He might have. Listen, his wife might have stayed up with him, and all the jokes out there. And I've made them, so I'm not yeah. sitting here. This is a different show than my comedy podcast. So I've made the same jokes, by the way. So I'm not sitting here. I'm holier than thou. Yeah. But you don't know, man. He may have sit down with that woman every night, and yeah. despite what kind of relationship they have, people call him a simp. People, you know, saying because she's banging all these other dudes and they have an open relationship. That's none of that's none of our business, right? Right. So they may have sat down, and she may have genuinely been terrified of this alopecia thing, right? Because apparently, yeah. from 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 women of color, uh, your hair is a is a is an issue, right? It's something right. very sensitive, well, something very sacred, almost. And again, I'm not obviously a woman of color and then you see videos of her out there saying i don't care what anybody says about my hair you know i don't i don't right shave that right. i don't care but she could just be saying that yeah, yeah they don't know she, how she could really be curling up so, on a couch with know, him like she can say that i don't care what <laughs> anybody out there that i don't know is going to say about it yeah but you know if rock and him are friends and your friend says that somebody right. you'd be like what the fuck man i would you'd be the last person i expect to right. say that right you know so you don't know yeah, right there. but I, I think it could have been handled differently. I mean, yeah, but hey, he made Rock his fucking tickets just for his uh his tour there. Just and Chris Rock doesn't need help selling so. tickets, and he doesn't well, I think originally. But now they're selling tickets. Like I guarantee they're gonna be adding shows. He goes up as one of the the greatest comics yeah. of all times, I believe. Right. You know what I mean? So it's funny. I was gonna make a joke about it the next day because like, I know his brother very well. Yep. <laughs> like I work with his brother <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. And I was gonna say, oh sure, but when I slap, I'm not gonna mention yep. his brother's name because he's got two of them. And Mick, listen, after this show, <laughs> I want you guys. So this is a special day. We're doing a back to back podcast. Yeah. Show. So you have the Manxiety, and then we're gonna have a Sticks and Stone episode. Unfortunately, Chris won't be there, but we'll have Mick and my brother. So if you want to watch another comedian get smacked <laughs> by yours truly here, it'll probably be Austin. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um. All right, man. 
Well, I think that's it. That's all. It was a great, that's fun it. episode. Nice to be of back. Course. We'll get yes. back to the serious shit next week. I promise. We promise. We'll get back to the sad doom and gloom. Email us. Please email us. Email, I, I'm tired of saying email us at IHaveManxiety.com, and we need more emails. We're on here. TikTok. I'm tired of them asking me about it. We're on TikTok. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, every Anxiety podcast. Show. Man, yep. Yep. And, I, uh, and follow us on Instagram at IHaveManxiety. All right, and as always, guys, go get help. All right, it's okay to ask for help, please. And yes, you know, again, don't don't use this as like hey, where I'm cured. I just listen to these guys every week. Yep. Which is- uh, if you need help, please, please go get help. All right. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we should have a sign off. We should. I think you should have the sign off. No, like we should have like a sign off. You like remember Jerry Seinfeld? Not Jerry Seinfeld. What's his name? Jerry Springer. Used to always be take care of yourselves and each other. Used to always yeah. do that. Remember after he he would go up and like have these two hillbilly whores fight over a midget, yeah. right? <laughs> and then he would try to be all deep and <laughs> like, oh, I, I stop yeah. at the serious now, Jerry Springer. Yeah. All right, but he would always say, take care of yourselves and yeah. each other. We need a good sign off. Send do. us some good sign off ideas. That would be nice. Yeah. Send us some good sign-off. We need a sign-off. <laughs> and we'll, uh, if we both agree that yours is the best sign-off, that'll be the sign-off for the show. So please, email yeah. us at I have Manxiety. You know what? We'll have a contest. We'll give away a free t-shirt, a Manxiety Show t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, whoever comes up with the best the best uh, slogan. Yep. And it'll be on the off. back of it. The sign-off will be on the back of it. All so right. We gotta get, then we got to get it made. <laughs> then we got to get it made. All that stuff. But we'll do it for you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Thank be you. Be good. <laughs>